Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast Season 3. This is Pritam Atma, author of Mystical Motherhood, Learn How to Create a Happy and Conscious Family, and also Fertile. Prepare your body, mind, and spirit for conception and pregnancy to create a conscious child. Both of my books are available on Amazon, and you can also head over to www.mysticalmotherhood.com for information on my books, lots of free um, meditations, lots of free resources. All of my podcasts are there, and also ways to begin to work with me privately. Many of my podcasts are just live sessions or life healings or live readings that I do with women and they're willing to share them from all over the world. So I'm really grateful for that. Today we have a guest, Cassie, and she's here because she had a really traumatic birth and she wants to heal it because she's ready to go back to work and she wanted to work through her emotions around it and the feelings of being out of control and losing her power, which is actually a theme that she found that had happened before in her life. So in this episode, we go through a deep healing around the birth, around different people in her life that are mirroring that loss of power and how she can begin to heal that by taking an inner look and not just extending it, you know, blaming your child or blaming the people or blaming the situation that happened. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Reach out to me at mysticalmotherhood.com or email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Reach out anytime and please, please leave a rating. Thanks. Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast Season 3. I have taken a little break for myself and my family, and now I'm back, and I'm here with Cassie today, and she gave birth approximately four to five months ago, and she had a pretty traumatic birth, and a lot of women I work with actually have these traumatic births, or maybe you have sexual abuse, or maybe you have some sort of a trauma that's living within your womb area. So traumas that are unhealed within the womb area can come up into as many things later in life. So for example, if you have fibroids, if you have cysts, ovarian cysts, if you have um, menstrual problems, if you begin to heal this region of your body, the second chakra, you'll begin to change your menstrual cycle. So for example, the more work I do with women on healing, the more regular their menstrual cycle becomes and the more, the less pain they feel. In fact, your pain should completely go away because it's only held within the pain body. And so any type of trauma that's held within this, and that can be within relationships, it's often the mother wound lives in the second chakra. The father wound typically lives in the first chakra, the base chakra, um, the chakra, the energy center of uh, safety. But the mother wound is big within the second chakra because it's the lineage holder for the rest of your family. So if you have had a traumatic birth, this podcast will help you. If you've had any trauma or know anyone who's holding any inform- like information there, it, it clumps up and it creates blocks and it cl- creates fears. So if Cassie ever wanted to have another baby, she would un like she wouldn't even mean to, but she'd go back into that trauma and she might close up in that area. So for example, one time in labor and delivery, I had a woman come in. This is just a random example, but she went, she had a C-section because she had unhealed sexual trauma that she had actually repressed so badly that when she began to give birth, the baby hitting her cervix made her go into PTSD and start screaming in the hospital from the sexual trauma, not from the actual birth. And so the area... Your body and the cells within your body hold memories. 
And this can be for anything in your life, anything that's ever happened. And so using the elements from my book, Fertile, um, which is available on Amazon, it can be found on mysticalmotherhood.com, using the elements to clear the body is vital to your healing. And so Cassie and I are going to begin to just talk about her birth and her postpartum experience and how it's affected her so that we can help a lot of other women too. Hi, Cassie. Tell Hi. us how you're doing today. I'm doing good. Yeah. Enjoying the baby. And how, how, yeah. how old's your baby? She just turned four months this week. Okay. So I want you to tell me what you want to work on and what's bothering you. And I want you to go super, super deep into that pain and that trauma so much so that you can like release it and cry and scream if you need to, because you lost control of your body and it is really fearful for you. Like you're holding a, a tremendous amount of fear right now. And like the level they're t- showing me is like an eight to nine actually. Um, does that feel true when we say that to you? Yes. Okay. So tell us about your birth experience and in it, and tell us how you, if you anything that comes up around that I want you to close your eyes and I want you to take three deep breaths into your body and into the womb area with me one two three. Now I want you to take your hand and I want you to tap your third eye three times. One, two, three. And as you're doing that, I'm going to create an open space around your body and we're both going to go up into the seventh dimensional plane together so that you can begin to rewrite this memory from the blueprint of your from like the level of the God self, from the level of the higher self, so that it's almost like DNA and memories and things like this are, it's like a blueprint really. And you can go back in and just sort of erase that or just trim that DNA. And then you don't have to re-experience it ever. Because if you do not heal it, that fear comes up in other forms, 100%. So now... I want you to pretend like you're, I'm with you and we're, you're holding my hands and you can drop okay. your phone or your med, or your device closer to your chest so that we can just tap in together. Okay. And I want you to pretend that I'm in your room right now and I'm in, okay. I'm going to hold both your hands and we're going to leave your body and we're going to float up above the roof. Come with me. Above the sky, above all the houses. We're going faster now. They're taking us much faster. We're going up into the sky, up into the blackness, up into the light. And I want you to walk into this temple with me. They're showing me a temple complex. It has four pillars, and we're going to work with the ether element. And the ether element, it holds all the other, uh, it is a holder, it's a container for all of the other elements. And it's almost the last process of the alchemical transformation. So within the ether, we can hold the fire, the earth, the air, and the water. And these are the healing elements we're going to use. And I want you to now, so we're now viewing from two different places, your bedroom, and now we're in the higher seventh dimensional plane. But I also want you to begin, and I'm going to be a witness in your birth with you. And I want you to take me step by step in the hospital. So we're sitting together in this plane and we're almost projecting like the priestesses would from their third eye in these higher realms, this pain into this temple. And so I want you to begin to walk us through what happened at your birth and what, what, where, what, where's the kink. And we're going to talk about it. So just now go through it deep, deep, deep. Okay. Should I start? At the hospital, or we're at the hospital. You should hospital. start wherever you okay. need to start, but I, I'm, I'm like standing with you at the hospital right now. Okay. Um. So once they got me all hooked up to the monitors, I was with my husband. Um. Basically, they, you know, we, I was in bed. We were just waiting. Everything was calm. Um. I was having mild contractions. Um. Nothing too painful. 
um, he was helping me through them, you know, when they came every three or five minutes or so. Um, and then the nurse came in, uh, basically they were trying to figure out whether my water had broken or not. Um, the nurse came in and told us, confirmed that it did not break, um, and that she was going to send us home. Um, but she wanted to, um, talk to the doctor first because she had noticed, uh, a slight D cell in the baby's heart rate that had come back up. She wasn't too concerned about it. Um, but we were just kind of waiting for the doctor to call. Um, and then, um, I had gotten up to go to the bathroom, uh, came back to bed. My husband helped me put the monitors back on. Um, and then all of a sudden it seemed like it was an instant and every single, um, nurse, doctor, every, um, everyone in the room was in the room. Uh, so show me those faces and I want you to go deep in that fear right now because they're working on you. And I want you to go deep, deep into seeing all the faces. I want you to go, I pretend that it's happening in this moment in time now. Snap, tap your third eye three times. One, two, three. And I want you to imagine this purple flame is coming up through your bottom. And then mm. go in, and go into, the, go into the pain and tell me more. So all the nurses rushed into the room. Um, they had told me, you know, the baby's heart rate had dropped. Um, one of the nurses was uh, touching my belly and uh, said, you know, it's firm, it's firm, like the contraction was not stopping. Um, and basically they could not get the heart rate to come back up. There wasn't a lot of communication with us at that point. Um, I think because they were so, um, you know, scared and fearful of what was going on. It was almost like, uh, you know, my husband and I like weren't even people anymore. It was more like, you know, uh, they were just trying to save the baby. So they took away your power, right? Correct. Is there any other times in your life that you felt like your power got taken away? <sighs> Tap your third eye three times and touch your heart. Have you ever felt powerless before? Yes or no? Um, yes. What's the first memory that comes to mind other times that you felt powerless? Probably, I mean, caring for my first baby, I would say. That's the first thing that comes up okay. for me. Completely lost, right? Lost, uh, scared, um, like nobody's you know, not, helping you. Like nobody's like, helping. Um, feeling like you're not in control. Um, mm -hmm. So you you're know. basically was carrying that within your energy field. Truth. Truth. Okay. So I want you to begin to put that those feelings of feeling out of control and nobody's caring for me. And 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 then I want you to imagine this glass jar in front of you. This this like this feeling of not having any power. And then I want you to tap through all the people in your mind's eye, which I'm seeing, who also represent this. So what happens is when we're going to go back to your birth, don't you worry. But when these kind of things are in our field, we create them in catastrophic events that bring them up for massive healing. And we, these catastrophic events, as, as terrible as they are and as traumatic as they are, provide us the best opportunity for healing because sometimes it takes a catastrophe for us to change in right. any shape, manner, or form. Not to say it's our fault or anything, but that's how the earth works and that's how we are working as a – wish it wasn't that way and maybe one day it will be that different. But it tends to take something to break us to make us really look at the ways – our big patterns in our life. Does this feel true when we say this? Yes. Okay. So who else around you has mirrored this loss of power? I'm thinking your mother-in-law is one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can put her in this group. Is there anyone else in your life, like friends or family that sort of 
don't have their power. Mm-hmm. Specific Maybe. friends. You don't have to say their names. You can just say girlfriend one, girlfriend two. Okay. Um, How many people do you think you have? Maybe four. I'm getting four to six. Okay. So once we learn the, once we learn a lesson through this, so you lost your power at the most massive scale. So we're going to look at this event as the most tragic event that's happened to you and also the most beneficial because it's going to show you the parts of yourself that you can gain back from this, hopefully, and learn from it so not to keep creating it. So when we are feeling powerless, we often attract people that also are in that field. Does that make sense to you? So do you want to talk about it or? Um, That specific thing? um, Like a mirror, like these, these women mirror your own powerlessness in order for you to sort of see it within yourself. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So tell me the kind of things you see within them Um, that you don't want to hold within you maybe. Okay. So again, like control just, um, or coping, let's, we could talk about coping. Like, um, for instance, my mother-in-law, I mean, I don't know her situation super well, but, um, you know, just being able to, um, you know, uh, live life without, um, um, how do I say this without, um, trying to numb what's going on in your life or, you know, with things like alcohol or, um, things like that, I guess that would be her. Okay. Anybody else? Um, I have several people that I can think of that use, uh, things like that to them, what's going on in their life. That's, there's two other people that I'm thinking of that do the same thing. Is it the same exact pattern? It's the same pattern. So I want you to take these people and this mirroring of the needing to numb the pain. Mm -hmm. And I want you to almost, this is what they're showing me to have you do. Put these people as a reflection of that team that came in to cut you open. Okay. Almost like a living nightmare. I don't know why they're showing me this. But does, does the, so in a way, this is kind of an odd question, but does the mother-in-law sort of frighten you as much as those nurses and doctors did? In some ways. In some ways. In some ways. Yes. Like you wouldn't really trust her, right? Okay, so these sort of relationships also live within that womb chakra. So the, the second chakra is relationships in our life. And, and so I want you to take the need, the, the people that basically have no power that are around you, and I want you to put them, their energy field, I want you to just basically push them out of your energy field right now. So watch them all leaving. And then I want you to put them into a glass jar energetically. And for all these people and anybody listening, this is a really good technique to use. You can use mirrors psychically on people. And you can turn, this is from my teacher, Celestine Starr, which is mentioned in my second book, Fertile, which is available on Amazon. But you need to take mirrors. If you're working with someone else's energy that's in your field that you can't tell if it's your issue or theirs. You need to use mirrors against them. So you can place the mirrors on the outside of your auric field that face outwards or inwards. And if they face inwards, you're, no, you're only going to see yourself and you're not going to have to see a reflection of all these people looking at you. And if they face outwards, when someone is blaming you or projecting on you or um, you know, getting into your field, they only see themselves. So Cassie, which way do you want your mirrors to face? Outwards. Towards you? Uh, away. 
Oh, wait. So they're, so they're looking at the people? Yeah. So I want you to place these four people that you see in your mind's eye, four to six, or and I want you to place them in a line in front of you. And I want you to watch their energy field burn, the energy of not having power and the need to numb out the pain. Because both of those experiences really had a lot to do with what happened in your birth. Do you see the connection? Yes. And, and how we, if, if, if we just don't need to experience that again. We don't need to have that in our life anymore. And women coming into their power, the more you come into the your power, the more you'll the, 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 the more you change energetically and the more you heal on a personal level and the more meditations you do, the more your friends are going to change. And the more your environment's going to change because you're going to constantly upgrade yourself to a level that you're going to, like, your friends may change a a lot if Mm -hmm. you're really changing yourself because your frequency will change and you'll no longer need that mirroring. Does this make sense, Cassie? Yes. Okay. So face the mirrors towards these people. Okay. And then just- I do want to say one other thing. Oh, yes. Say whatever you need to. Go ahead. Um. My mom also that I, I didn't think of initially, she went through the same trauma. I, I, I saw that. I was going to ask about that next. I saw that in your family yes. line. Yes. So we're going to go deep. In, they showed me that. I'm so glad you well, – let's go right into that right now. So let's. So these women – so now these people in your life are burning and in a good way. Purple flame of St. Germain. We're going to ask St. Germain to come in and work with them. And then I want you to face those mirrors. So they're just sitting in a room right now. And then I want you to bring it, we're going to go deep into, so typically everyone who's listening, if you, you had a birth trauma, it's not unlikely your mother or someone in your family had one like yours. And you're going to be like, that's crazy, but it's true. So go ahead, Cassie, and tell, now tap. So not only are we working through the generational line, but we're seeing how we, we create these patterns within our life because it's a, it's a bigger pattern. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, now go into your mom. Okay. And we're still in the room with the birth right now. We're like basically frozen in time there. Was it your birth or your sister's? Mine. Okay, so tell me about your own birth. Um, as much as I know about it. No, we're going to go into it. So we're in the seventh dimensional plane Mm -hmm. and I want you to close your eyes in a really, really, really deep way. And I want you to experience yourself in the womb. Now we're asking Isis, mother, Mary, Mary Magdalene and Kuan Yin to surround you now in this great temple and hold space for you so that you will be able to go back in time within the DNA chain and remember this properly. So I want you to begin to see yourself spinning and they're showing me um, like the energy of a rose within this high dimensional plane we're in. And I want you to see the rose around you spinning counterclockwise and then into water. Does this, can you see what I'm seeing? Yes. Now allow the rose to spin counterclockwise and you're going to go deep into this water element. And I want you to see yourself in the womb and I want you to experience your own birth trauma now. And I want you to feel it in your own womb and in your own cells. And at a level of zero to 10, how much pain is it? Nine or 10. Okay. Now open up your mouth and scream it out. One, two, three. Now show me the, tell me the visions that they're showing you now. I can see myself in the womb. Okay. And what is the, what's the main emotion? Fear. Mm-hmm. And now allow your body to shake that fear out. Shake your limbs. Shake your limbs. 
Move that fear out. Okay. Now the ascended masters are moving closer in on you. And they're going to lift this out of you. So you're going to feel something powerful moving through you now. And then visions of you coming out. Now, how was the birth? Tell me what happened. In your mind's eye, not from your mother's experience. Terrifying. It was a very terrifying, fearful. Yeah. And your mom was so scared, right? My dad was scared. Yeah. I was scared. And then how fast was it? Fast. Yeah, it was so fast, right? And so what did that cause in your body upon coming into this earth? A a, a massive, your heart pounded really quickly, right? Your cortisol levels went really high. Do you feel that? Yes, right now. Yeah, you're feeling it. So just release that. Shake your head. They're showing me. Shake your head. It's going to come out. Move it around. You need to scream. You have to scream now. Go ahead. (sighs) Ah! Louder. There you go. Now, where did they take you when you came out? So you're out of the canal. The canal was, or did you come out of the canal or a C-section? They're just showing me fast, fast and furious. C-section. Okay. Now, where did they take you? They, 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 it was so quick and they were really rough with you, right? Yeah. I, it feels like I was just taken away from. And it was rumbled. Like it was like you came out and you were just shaken. Shaken and shaken and shaken. Do you feel that? Yes. Shake it out of yourself. I want you to actually, they're showing you to hit your hands, the palms of your hands together. Like this. And then hit the back of your head. They want you to hit the back of your head, of the, um, the back of your brain, the fear-based section. Slam it with your fingers. Now. Okay. And the back of your neck. Okay. And then when did you get to meet your mother? Hours later. And you, did you have a resentment towards her? Not that I can feel. Okay. But it was shocking, right? But possibly, yes. So let's go into your mother right now, the two of us. We're going to invite her into our temple because she you, she wasn't the only one in your family line that had this happen. It goes back, okay? Yes. So we're going to invite the entire family line in, the generational family line in, and I want you to see it like swirling all these women that go back in time, back in time, back in time, back in time. And we're going to connect everybody by a long golden chain. It's actually a, a chain link and it's gold, like a, like a big links they're showing me. And we're going to have every woman grab onto this chain link they're showing. And you too. And we're going to, they're showing me that they want you to all take the chain link and each one of you break it. We're going to do it together. And anyone who's listening, you can do this with your generational patterns. Okay. With all these women in your family. So one, two, three. And then everyone breaks it. Do you see it all at once? Mm-hmm. And you're going to say no more. No more. You're never going to take my power away again. You're never going to take my power away again. I have my power back now. I have my power back now. And I am protected. And I am protected. And this will never happen to another woman in my family. This will never happen to another woman in my family. And it is not an accident that you birthed a, a, a female. Do you see this? Yes. Do you see this? And that your first birth wasn't like this and you birthed a female and that this happened to you? Yes. So let's break it for your daughter now. I want you to see the purple flame of St. Germain come in and we're going to ask all the ascended masters and the angels of the Most High to burn this from your DNA now. And I want you to literally see you and your baby and your mother 
and any other women in your family that you want to invite naked now, walk into this purple flame. And I want you to all hold each other naked. And I want the baby too. And I want you to just burn this. And I want you to, in your mind's eye now, begin to see the DNA of your family line just 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 twisting in gold, twisting in purple, twisting in these rainbow colors as this rainbow flame. Because that's what flame really looks like is a rainbow sometimes at the bottom, right? right. And it's twisting and it's changing. Because you don't need to have your daughter experience this. Is this true? Yes. And with this flame, we ask that all power and all trauma from the birth and related to the taking away power and the numbing of pain like this and pretending like it didn't happen, which is what your mother did, to never happen again. And we're going to, I want you now to, in your mind's eye, within this fire, and you're still surrounded by the um, feminine ascended masters, and I want you to lay your baby down in your mind's eye right now in front of you and naked, all of these women. And I want you to all hold, their, this is what they're showing me, they want you to put your hands, and anyone who's listening to had trauma, you can do this to your own child. Put your hands above your child in your mind's eye, or if you're listening, above your own baby or above your own womb. And you have the power and you are a healer. And I want you to lift out the trauma from that, the cells of your baby now. And we're going to count backwards in time and then everything will be lifted. Ready? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And now show. I want you to white light, white light everything. You see it? Yes. And the fire's gone and everything is white lighted. So white light and clear light clear clears out all of the dust left over. And now jump into now imagine that it's raining and pouring down warm rain on all of you. And clearing yourselves and imagine you're dunking yourself in water three times with your head underneath with the baby to be baptized. Do you see it? Mhm. And then allow the air to, to dry you off. And then I want you to come all together, this, this large family of this woman in our temple. We're surrounded by the ascended masters in all four corners. And I want you to see the women in your family all lined up there. And I want everyone in your family line to now bring out a contract. And it will be a piece of paper. And we're going to create a fire in the middle of our temple. Anyone who's listening, you can do this with your family with anything. So we're going to, because your family is as connected to you right now as a dead or alive, they're, they're with you. And you have the power to help all, they're, they're on your side and they're actually rooting on you so that they don't have to keep incarnating. So if you ch choose to be the one who clears it for them, you have the potential of clearing 40 generations in front of you and 40 generations behind you. And doing that would save thousands to millions and change millions of lives. And it's not, that is not a small, that is not me making up that number. That's how massive one person's awakening can be. So, and the, so we have this big circle of women. You see them, Cassie? Mm -hmm. And now each one of them is pulling out a contract, their life contract. And in this life contract, their blueprint is, is a lot of their power has been taken away. Do you see that? Yes. Anything on your contract you see in particular? No. Okay. Fear? Fear. The, ex the, the kind of the timidness that comes with fear, true? Yes. And, and do you want to experience that anymore in your life? No. Don't you think this, this experience made you feel like you don't need to experience timidness or fear anymore? Aren't you done with yeah. that? Yes. Okay. Anything else on your contract of life? Control. And how do you control yourself and other people around Everything. you? Everything. 
Yes. Okay. Now let's, I want you to type right on your contract, the ways that you want to burn this out of you. What kind of things do you control? Uh, My relationships, um, just like everyday things and very, everything has to be planned. Um, I feel like I try to create like this perfect image of everything. And that makes you feel powerful, doesn't it? Yeah. But is that real power? No. So part of the healing of ourselves is taking off our own masks and becoming vulnerable to our weaknesses so that we can really see who we are and then we can find true power. And then true power comes with helping other people. True power comes with, you know, internal and intuitive wisdom. And true power is the ancient feminine. It really is. And so what we have on earth right now is these different aspects of what we think femininity is. And and it isn't this need for control. This need for control is actually a mask of the patriarchy in its own way. And us living within a world of time and jobs and children and cars and power. Does this make sense? Yes. And so I want you to just allow all that need for control, which is like kind of in the earth element of your body, just to like, imagine that you're just like kind of taking, they're showing me like dirt is on you, heavy dirt. And I want you to just take off your shoulders, like just kind of move it off your shoulders and let it fall because it's almost like you're carrying a bag of rocks around. It's super heavy. You see that? Mm -hmm. And everyone in your family is going to take all the stones they carry. And I want you to imagine them throwing them into the fire in the middle of our circle. You see that? Yes. And they all had a a high need to control too. What about your mother? Um, gosh, I don't see it in her as much or maybe it manifests differently than it does for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure she does in some ways with me. It's trying to control, um, you know, just like everyday things in life and, you know, things with the kids. And I want to do everything myself because I, you know, I can do it the best. And I don't, that's just my, I know that's not true, but that's how I think. And it's hard for me to like let other people help. Um, she might be that way some in some things too. Mm-hmm. And you'll find as you heal this within yourself, you'll see it within other people easier. Sometimes we can't actually see other people or ourselves clearly because we're wearing our own our own eyeglasses or rose-colored glasses about the world. But mm-hmm. I want you to just see all the women's contracts within your family beginning to all of these words. I want you to see the piece of paper being lifted. Everyone holds their piece of paper they're showing me within the right hand. And then imagine a gold bowl be below this paper and you're going to just see it, these words dripping off. And then within the gold bowl below it, the fire is below this bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And it's burning. This is a meditation they get, that Mar- Mother Mary gave me that's within my book, Fertile. Um, so I want you to see the words just dripping off. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. And how the words are being caught within the gold bowl and within the gold bowl is being heated up below by the fire. And it's just smoldering away like alchemy. You see all that? And then put the, after all the words are off and your name is not on it, there's nothing on that paper anymore. There's no contracts, no need to control, no need to lose our power, and no need to be have lessons around losing our power in order to know what control is. Mm-hmm. Because if we need to control everything, We're going to have massive things happen in our life that take away our power and control. That makes sense. Does this make sense? So like another example, if we have issues with authority or we don't have authority over ourselves, we're going to constantly have authoritarian figures in our life that try to take control of us. It can go on forever. It can go on forever with a ton of examples. But this is what happens. We get our biggest lessons put in our face. And then we act like we don't know what's going on. But the reality is we're we're the creator of our own reality. Everything we've done in our lives is a painting of our own mind's eye. And you can can be a victim about it or you can say, I don't want to have that happen ever again and I'm not going to let that happen to my daughter. Right. 
And so put that paper in that, in that container. And then also with that paper, I want you to put the vision. We're going to put it in this gold bowl. We're going to finish off the birth story. And so you're in that room. They think you had a placental abruption, it sounds like. Because you yes. said that your stomach went hard. So I'm, I also labor and delivery nurse. And so when a stomach goes hard, it means it's an abruption. Cassie, from the most high, were they right or wrong? What's the first answer that comes to your mind? Were they right or they wrong? First answer, go. One. Wrong. Wrong. How does that make you feel that they may have given you a C-section and you didn't have a placental abruption. Horrible. Like, fuck off, right? Yes. So where's that anchor being held within your body? What color is it? And scream it out. Do you need to scream right now? Like, let it go, Cassie, because it's so much fucking anger. Let it's it go. Red. And then I want you to, we're going to imagine, we're going to invite every single woman in this entire universe, in this entire planet, whose power has been taken away. We're going to invite them into our high circle and all of us will just scream as one. Because if you've had a birth and you know what, what it's like to have your power taken away and the protection of your baby be put on the on the edge of reality, it's an anger that you can't describe, right? Yes. And so I want you to just, we're going to do this healing for all of these women on the planet and we're going to put our energy within the middle and we're all going to hold hands now in the circle. And I want you to just see this massive flame come up. It's the, it's like a red demon flame. You see it? And open up your heart and allow all that pain to run through from your sacral chakra Anyone who's listening, you can do this now with any anger, with any pain, with any um, power that's been taken away, with any manipulation you felt from men. And you're going to allow that to come up through your womb and out through your heart, out through your mouth, and breathe it out. And then allow the birth scene to go into the fire. I want you to see it playing out within the fire element, the, the taking you away, the opening you up, the taking out your baby. And it's the same birth scene that you almost experienced. Do you see the connection? Yes. And allow your mother just to allow, see your whole family allowing their birth scenes to burn with yours. And then I want you to go into the cellular DNA and into the cut that's within your womb now. And I want you to see it being sewn up with white light. Anyone who had a C-section can do this now. I want you to imagine that you're an angel is coming in and any sort of tear or, or, um, unhealed part of your womb area, or you think it's not as strong as it could be, or it needs a little bit of tender, loving care. We're asking the angel of healing to come in. And, and, and almost redo the surgery. And I want you to see it in your mind's eye. They're showing me, you know, these angels come in and they, and they retie you. They re-suture you up and they're using protective solve along that area. Do you see that? Yeah. And then inside of your womb, is there any colors that you're seeing? Red. That's anger. So allow that red to pour out into the fire. I also see green come up. Okay. That's the love. Just allow a white light, a golden, sparkly, golden light to go into the womb now for healing so that it can balance out. And anyone else who's had any sort of trauma in their womb area, just allow the light to go in. And you're doing this for all the women in your family. And then I want you to see it actually go into your baby now. And is the anger dissipating? Yes. Yes. 
And if now they're showing me to take the element of honey and to pour the honey within the womb, like as if you were like putting it on like a sandwich, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the honey is a representation of the beehive, which is a representation, um, the bee is a representation of the priestess and Mother Mary and, and, and Isis, who are the original birthers of our planet. So allow them to come in and just the, the healing and the sweetness can return to your life now. And so the contracts burned, the memories burned, see the cellular DNA within the cup changing, and you'll see some within the what's left of this golden um, cup in front of you around the circle of all these women. I want you to see a new, like some, like a blood color or a white, like a, just a, I don't even know the color in this. You may see a color. I don't know. They're showing me to drink the water now that's left within this cup. Do you have any water with you right now next to you? No. Okay. We'll drink it later and then just drink it up and then allow everyone almost within our temple to fold in on themselves so that they can go back to their, where they are in time and space and you and I are going to come down from this temple complex, unless there's anything else that's coming to mind you want to talk about? No. And are you feeling different? Yes. Okay, now hold my hands. We're going to drop down from the seventh dimensional flame. Whenever you do a healing, though, you always leave. Whenever you work into the higher planes or you go into a place on earth that's very powerful or you're in a higher plane that's in your mind's eye and they're equal they're equal in energy to anyone who's listening. If in your mind's eye or you're walking into a space on earth, there's no difference. There's absolutely no difference if you go to a sacred land, a sacred temple, or you walk into one in your mind's eye. So you leave a present and you always ask for a guidance. So whenever I go into these higher realms, I always, always have the um, Holy Ghost with me I, in the form of a dove. And if you're traveling like this, and this is true power, is being able to work in these higher dimensions and see them on in time and space on earth. And so you always leave a gift. And so my gift is always rose petals. Cassie, do you want to leave a gift and thanks for to the Ascended Masters for the healing today? Um, yes. What is it? What comes to mind? The first thing. First thing that comes to my mind is water, but yeah, leave water then. So blessed water. Okay. And then we come down together, holding hands, and you're going to see yourself dropping from the this white, beautiful, golden light down into darkness, down into darkness through the ethereal planes, down onto above your city, above your house, and into your bedroom. And then I want you to just look at top your body and see all your body parts. Okay. And I want you to just tell me what's coming up for you now. And how you felt I about that. Feel, I feel calm now, much more calm. Um, I feel good. Okay. I feel like something's been lifted. It has. So... For 72 hours, drink a lot of water and so you can pee a lot. And okay. then every, like throughout the next 72 hours, use a lot of golden light within the womb. Okay. Um, that's what they're showing me. And then I also want you to begin to track the ways that you control things. Okay. And the ways that you think that that's your power. Okay. So that things don't have to go out of control. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. You can start to write them down like three things. And then if you take away, when you, if you take, begin to take away the um, one thing a week, let's say, like I'm not going to book appointments straight like this. Yes. And so for me, I mean, I recently did it with not doing this podcast for a couple months and I just, didn't do it. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. I was I was changing at such a fast pace. I couldn't have done it because my transformation was going too quickly. And so 
I had to let go of my need to do that. Does that make sense? You have to sort of let go of things in order to let go of the control, which is an odd way of doing it, right? Yes. And it's challenging when you've been that way for a long time. Right. And do you see how like controlling things is a false sense of power? Yes. Right. And and then if you began to, to 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 find what real power is, and we really don't know what real power is until we begin to experience it, but real power it probably comes from more of a loving energy, right? Real power comes from less neurotic mothering, right? Right. Right. And so if we can, all of you who are listening, begin to kind of write down the way we have a sense of false power and then a way we have a sense of true power and what are those things. And until we define it as a culture and as women, we're not going to be able to create it because we don't know what it is. But we don't know what it is until we know what it's not. And so Cassie got to experience what loss of power is in a really traumatic way, but you've been experiencing that kind of, you know, throughout your life in different forms, right? Yes. Okay. Do you have any questions? I don't think so. Okay. Anything else you want to work on? Um, No, I think that was really good. Thanks for listening to this podcast today. If you liked it, please subscribe. Please tell a friend. Please leave a rating. It really, really helps a podcast. Just press the star buttons, all of them, if you enjoyed this. And telling your friends about my books and about this work and about awakening through motherhood is really important. You can find all of my work at mysticalmotherhood.com. You can reach me on email at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com if you need a private session or any sort of a healing. And both Fertile and Mystical Motherhood are available on Amazon. And you can go to my website on the first page. Everything's there for you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.